You are now listening to the Rise and Grind Morning Show, presented by 419 The Grind.
was trying to figure some shit out. <laughs> Boom, that's it.
cool stuff, I need more cream. She likes short things. I'm drinking orgasms on orgasms. Need such a shoulders on straight. Slide two fingers in your tongue, tickle clip. Walmart demise roll back. She pulling my hair, I'm yanking out tracks. Put a tip in and whisper who's that? Who's six on fire, perfect match. Now I'm all I'm shaking, baby, take that. Take that. Every single part of you feel like a blessing. But baby, I got a confession. When you're sexing me, you feel like I'm in heaven. Baby, I got a suggestion. Make me a sex fiend, baby, baby, sex fiend. Make me a sex fiend, baby, baby, sex fiend. I'm feeling for ya. Mom had a lock on 
the south. And Norton Coleman had you scared to come out of your house. Around the time when Magic Wand found out he was Plera. And Ray Stone was so fly, yeah, that was the era. Plenty in Philly and all was rapping for out here. That Scott and Libby gang could damn near get a nigga killed. When North Town was bumping, South Vic was slumping. Follow the light, lightning rod had every club jumping. I give her all my legs, two shoulders and the two. To see Toledo how it was in my youth. Man, I miss the old Toledo. Shout out to Hump Day. Shout out to the 409 Grinders. Hey. And the Grinders from, where was she from? Algeria. Algeria. Shout out to Algeria. What is she doing up? It's like the evening over there, ain't it? Could be. That's six. why they up. Yeah. It's the evening. Oh, she's, she's up late. It's five o'clock Probably having somewhere. dinner or whatever. Drinking. Uh, well, shout out to our sponsors, Hot Box. Hot, Hot Box. Box. Mud City Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Let me hear Ray how Musalmas you said Church. it when I was gone. Uh, Start over. Let me hear it. Let, let me just hear what you did. Okay, all right. All right, do it. Shout out to our sponsors, Hot Box. Hot Box. Mud City Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Greater New Psalmist Church. Amen. Land Self to People Salesman. Yep. J. Russ Jennings. Yep. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Legendary Carpet Care. Uh-huh. Kendall Harvey. Yeah, the social butterfly. Hey, oh, Henry's kitchen on wheels. Rolling At details by Sino. Crispy and Whitney. Witness riches forever. What was Ching. crispy? What was crispy about that? If you would like to become a sponsor <laughs> of the Rise and Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise and Grind at the four one nine grind and you could become a sponsor of our show. Yeah, I didn't like, I did it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I already knew. Jesse, knew. you let him do that every time. No, I did. Oh. Actually, I did not. <laughs> I looked at him like he was crazy, and so that's when he was saying that, "Oh, Shay's gonna get me." <laughs> Shay is gonna get me. Content manager. Yeah, I don't like that. We, uh-uh. But it's cool. I'm back. It is cool. It was cool outside this morning. Wasn't yeah, it, it was. Right. It's yeah, real. Nice little segue there. Buddy. My elbows was cold. Brisk out there. Yeah. I had to go get me a, a sweater. September is here, y'all. It's coming. Uh, they playing. Well, it's currently uh, 64 degrees. You know it is that time of the weather. We're going to start getting real cold yeah. and it yeah. will start warming up because we will get to a high mm-hmm. at 81 degrees. It does say that Ooh. it will be. Uh, sunny all day today, so it looks like it will mm. be a nice day. Perfect hump day. It hump is. day. And as far as traffic was concerned, I got out the door a little bit late this morning, so once you, if you don't get out on time and them buses start coming out, I'm telling then you, you can't buses, even be mad. Buses, dump trucks, yes, people. Yes, I swear, it seemed like they was all out. So. I, yeah, I was coming down uh, 475 north, uh, or 75 north to 475 yeah. east. There was a car flipped over on the highway. Oh, oh wow. looked like it was a pretty serious accident. Traffic was really backed up. So mm. if you can avoid wow. that little interchange around that like turn yeah. when you're coming mm. down to 475, try to avoid it if you can right now. Mm. Also, Door Street, um, you're not getting past Inverness because <laughs> of the yeah. Slow Cup. So yeah. if you're coming from uh, Richards, 
Yeah. You only can go like by channel 13 and make a U-turn and if you What they do? Shut the whole street down? They shut just got that station yeah. down because you like can't a, get through. That's real power. It's like man. a fly ball shuts down the whole But that big of a street. Yeah. So you gotta go around. Yeah. And I feel sorry for I don't feel sorry for like the businesses in that area like they don't have access to them. Like uh, you talking about, like the strip, the strip mall, like past Inverness on door. Mm-hmm. A little uh, auto, it's a little auto uh, repair shop, but they were letting people park there, so maybe. Yeah, I think they make money off of the parking. Like the so parking. I'm sure they're getting there. Yeah, yeah. but what about all those people that live there? Are there apartments mm. back there next to? Yeah, they yeah, probably got to take the back ways. They got to take the long way because they, they got yeah, they got that uh, parking lot like blocked off right. Right. Like, to there. get into the apartments. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we went over there yesterday thinking we were going to get our press passes, but. That's, that's, that's today. We got a grinder accent. Is Jesse you hooping at LA Fitness today? No, he'll be at the gym with me today. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm gonna be telling her, telling him now. Yeah, uh, I don't know what time though. Uh, maybe like five, one ish. You trying to hoop with Jesse? What? I said five. Why? Because <laughs> you're gonna be at working out from twelve ten to twelve forty five. No, so you gonna no, go over there at one? No, I'm going to the gym probably at one o'clock. Uh, right after we get done at twelve fifty, so that works. Mm. Okay. All right. Just put me on. <laughs> you oh. told me yes, didn't you? I did I? No, I didn't. Yes, not. you did. You said, was I going to the gym? Right, after we I'm got going our to press my passes, then you said yes. Yes, I'm going to LA Fitness. Ah. Oh. Y'all argue what? about this every day. Because no. he's been playing. He's been supposed to go. With I ain't been playing. Hey, Ed, what happened? I've been at He seen me at the gym. I don't I care about gym. that gym. I'm talking you. So. supposed to come to LB's with me for the last mm. seven months. Oh, really? Damn, seven months. months. She's counting. That's a long time. Yeah. Exactly. That's Speaking of seven months. Um, <laughs> you can't even exactly. Oh, speaking so of seven, my mouth, speaking of seven close months, my mouth it today. is now the first day of September. That's right. Yeah. Twenty-two days left of summer. Yeah, first yeah. of them. You just wow. want to get off that topic. I don't care. If you want me to end this conversation uh, about this, because uh, I'm going to bring it up every single day, you mm. just need to come. She's not letting him out. I'm not letting up. We'll see. Some good cross-examining right there. You just don't got him out. I'm not letting up. When I listened to my motivational speech this morning, they said Les Brown kept getting. Denied for a job and he showed up every day until he just said, Forget mm. it, and I'm coming. Yeah, I'm so saying I'm no every day until well, no, I'm just like, I'm putting the pressure on you. No, but and uh, the grinders are listening, they're gonna start being in the know. comments. I care about too. them listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you say that now. But, you say that now. You made me forget I was going to say. That's your nerve. Yeah. Thank you. Good, because it was going to be some bullshit. That's what he was going to say. The first day of September. It's the first day of the month. That day I'll always remember. He said, he said, you don't look like a Hooper, but you way better than what I thought. Yeah, I will look like a Hooper now, because I'm like, let me see. Fifty pounds heavier than I was when I was originally. A see, hooper, if so. you weren't fifty pounds heavier, you could stop that. If I you am two hundred and thirty pounds. My goal is to get down to two ten. Well, we can get there. Right. That's water. Drink, drink some water. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> water weight, bread weight. Yeah, I, I haven't had any bread all week, so that's, Ooh, good job. that's helping. So last yesterday, I had buffalo chicken dip, so I had to eat it with tortilla chips. No, and you, didn't. I had you didn't have to. Lemon cake. You could just ate it with a fork. No, nope. you, you can drop but twenty. Really. Anyway, speaking of fork, Dennis. Fork in the road. Actually, yeah, actually, I do. Uh, yeah, fork in the road. Fork traffic. in the river. Okay, fork oh, in the road. Fork in the river. We're talking about the Maumee River today. Uh-huh. Uh, the city of Maumee. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but it was uh-huh. dumping like millions of gallons of raw sewage into the Maumee River for over 20 years. What? And it just came to light recently. They had to disclose to the Ohio EPA that. Uh, 
basically for almost a quarter century, they had a bunch of unfinished sewer projects that were supposed to prevent sewer overflows when it rained. So they've just been dumping raw sewage mm. into the river for probably close to 20 years. Shame on you, That's why we need to fish out the river. Mm, mm, mm. Yep, so they have, to, they have to try to figure out how to get $100 million over the next 30 years. They raised utility rates in Maumee recently. Mm. Wow. And uh, But at least for the time being, they don't know what they're going to do here. i tell you what. Be careful driving through Maumee if they need some money because you're going to get a <laughs> ticket. You're going to raise my water bill Cover because that bill. that's yeah. what y'all did. Well, and the thing is they were saying that employees lied about what was going on all of these Of course years. they did. So, you so know, they need the doc they pay. Well, somebody actually probably needs to be charged criminally for yeah, this. Yeah, they, yeah. They, uh, they were allowed to dump 25 million gallons of raw sewage, which sounds crazy, right? That's but the Ohio EPA basically says this is fine. You guys are allowed to dump 25 million gallons of raw sewage, which is absolutely disgusting. What did they actually do? <laughs> Up to 150 million gallons a year of raw sewage into the Maumee River. A year? It's like, a water it's like if you want to do something like this, just name yourself after the river and then just destroy it. You know, like, <laughs> it's, That's the way it goes down. So, Maumee, shame on you. How long, is, how long has this been going on? Uh, 20-something years. Uh, what? I remember 20 years back when Maumee River looked pretty decent. Well, yeah, when the sports arena was over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so check this out, though. What, what was the consequence of them doing this? Mm. A fine of twenty nine thousand dollars. That's it. <laughs> About a thousand bucks a year, and what? it can be used to fix their water treatment plant. What? Oh, so now they need so a little seventy one slap on the wrist. What in the world? It's crazy, man. So sh- shame on you, city leaders, mommy. Historically, yeah. this is yeah, a that's shame. Crazy. You should be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> you, know, you, are not, you are now not a part of the four one nine. They get dumpy You are now not a part of the four one nine. Making the mommy river shitty boom boom. I mean, you know, look, all I think all cities to a certain extent were doing this. Toledo was doing this as well, but they just, I think they just invested like a hundred plus million dollars on this overflow infrastructure because what happens is when the rain really gets bad there's nowhere for all the raw sewage to go and it just like dumps into wherever it can and so they've created these like basins that basically hold in Toledo mommy's just gotta do the same thing but I guess they chose to lie instead of just do something about it so mm. you know what dishonesty has a has a cost I don't know what that is unfortunately it's probably gonna pass to the taxpayers they say that if they stopped it now if they try to stop it now it just back up in everyone's basement Ugh, I, figure, crazy. I figure you want to get taxpayers' attention, though. You just back up sewage in their basement. They'll start Whoa. start getting smart about who they elect, huh? Yeah. Well, anyways. Mm. That's shitty. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> Literally. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I wonder if they're supposed to have to build a water treatment plant or something. Why would they have one? Like, I don't know. It's like a third world problem, right? Like, you can't. we can't control sewage overflow. Like, where are we? It's crazy. So, anyways. So, wait a minute. If they're dumping all this sewage into the river, where did they get the clean water from? Uh, so sewage and uh, storm drains are usually separated. So okay. um, basically, you can get storm water one way, and then you get sewage. Sewage goes to the sewage treatment plant, right? So they're completely separated usually, mm. and they don't ever really cross over. And they're not supposed to. Mm. When you have big rain events, though, there's so much water yeah. that sometimes it just sort of ma- oh, like commingles and gets into the river. No. So wouldn't that affect like every town that's along the Maumee River, like? Um, or, um, well, you know what the actual worst part about this is where we actually get our water is in the mouth of the Mom, uh, Lake, uh, well, the Maumee River and Lake Erie. 
So basically, the mommy has been dumping all of this only oh. for us to pull it out of the mouth of the river in the middle of Lake Erie. So this is just a... That's why I gargle with bottled water. <laughs> what? I'm telling you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. was expecting like, what? <laughs> so, so, yeah, I don't, I don't even, you'll use uh, tap water for anything. No, sir. Mm, mm, mm. So there's no real sign of when this is going to stop. <laughs> it's, there's no like immediate I mean, what, solution what, to this. No, no. Boy, yeah, yeah, you but, was boiling them vegetables in that tap water the other day. Get out of here. How do you make your noodles? Bottled water. I don't bottled water is that much better. I don't use this though. water in there when it's you not. make them noodles. No, I use bottled water. Yeah, I don't know if bottled water is that much better though. It's not. What, what it's kind plastic. Of, what kind of bottled water is it? Purified or is it? Uh, oh. What's the other See, look, spring. Spring is it purified. That's bad. Spring water is supposed to be the best. Yeah, spring water. And I didn't know that. And it tastes the nastiest to me. It does. You said it tastes like dirt, right? Spring water. Just out the spring. Right. So Side what's the, the best dirt. water? Alkaline? No, nope, spring, not spring. even alkaline. Oh, I just filtered. No, no, just like pure, it. purified water is yeah, like because you're alkaline. doing too much. Yeah, too they many put steps chemical and doing all that. Yeah, you don't even know what the hell you. Yeah. Water. I was listening to Doctor Sabi. Is that how you pronounce mm-hmm. it? His grand grandson. They still do the health stuff, and he was saying like alkaline water is not the best water. It's spring water. Mm-hmm. So you know they know the recipe from, from a natural grandpa. spring. Yeah. From grandpa, so yeah. Well, I switch over to spring. I don't think we're we'll battling any uh, Toledo water anytime soon. No. So, anyways, back on back on Tesla. Oh, I saw that. I'm trying to I'm trying to avoid it, guys. I don't want to do this to him. I don't want to do this to him. But you know what happened this thing on So about? Florida, Tesla's driving autopilot. Right, it's uh, pretty early in the morning, 5 a.m., and it hits a a police car. <laughs> Oh. And the police car had its lights on, its sirens on, and had pulled over to the shoulder. And this is the 11th instance in which uh, there has been an accident involving autopilot with a car that had its lights on, a police car, a first is, responder. Is it, supposed to, is it supposed to recognize the siren? I mean, you would think so, but for whatever particular reason, it's not It's not getting this quite right. Did and, it rear ending? Uh, yeah, okay, in this yeah. instance. And, you know, the thing, actually, it hit the cruiser's left side, and then it collided with another vehicle. And I think the thing is, like, the the... The common theme through all of these is that the car is really not supposed. The first responder is not like supposed to be there. It's not like a normal flow of traffic type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's pulling over to try to help somebody or whatever else. So the cars are in a weird place, or it's possible maybe even that their sirens or the flares are somehow interrupting the ability for the c- computer to process it. But was it a dri- was the driver in his seat this time? Uh, yes, he was asleep. I uh, don't know if he's asleep. He's 27 years old. He reported Must have been. He ain't trying to stop the car. Going into the, the yeah, I know, right? He ain't trying to hit too. the brakes or Maybe nothing. Just, I'm going to blame it on the car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so ain't, ain't the Tesla dude the dude that keep going to space? Uh, Elon Musk uh, has owned SpaceX. So I don't know uh, if he's... I think he's been to space one time. Oh, that's the Amazon. He's about Jeff being oh, okay. He Amazon. sort of went to oh. space. He didn't go up that, that high up. Like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. But just yes. to go cruise up. Just another like rich white guy going to space, right? Like, he got to try to figure out going to cruise. Why everybody getting into accidents? <laughs> yeah, and it's, exactly. he getting rich off cars. That's getting. Yeah. But no, I mean Elon Musk has some pretty crazy technology that he's created, and like you know he's a pretty polarizing figure. You either love him or hate him. But um, he's done a lot of things. Other like SpaceX is trying to make it so that NASA and the government is the only place that's uh, you could go to get right. stuff into space. Because there's a big industry that's going to end up popping up where we have to, like, get things from space to back. Wow. And sometimes we would say private enterprise is better than the government at doing it. Mm. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, right? I don't but know. But that's like anything. Insurances, doctors, you got a private care, and then you got well, regular care. That's a whole different question. If we should have private industries making money off of insurance and health care and all that, I don't. that's a whole different issue. But so, 
So Tesla ain't ain't nobody suing Tesla for these accidents or like um not yet no I'm trying to figure out how to sue them well you know the other thing is if I were Tesla what I would be saying is let's just settle these things out quietly so that we don't have this problem so far we have not seen like this big lawsuit that deals with this issue it's gonna come sooner or later Mm -hmm. but at this point if I was Tesla I'd just be saying eleven accidents cost doing business we'll just pay them out right I mean they got a fund for that probably think so what's probably crazy is is there's probably more accidents with other manufacturers than it is Tesla. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's absolutely right, for sure. And like for other things, like different, you know, right, like right, recall right. issues or yeah, whatever yeah. else. But this is the thing that gets the most attention mm-hmm. because of what it is. Yeah, because um, of what it's supposed to be doing. Yeah, and I also don't know, uh, like I don't have a Tesla, so I don't know what happens if I go buy insurance for a Tesla if they require me to have some sort of specific insurance because wildlife. I, you know, yeah, wildlife <laughs> insurance, <laughs> foreign on ground insurance, so I don't really know what, uh, I don't, I don't really know what is going to come of this, but I think we're going to figure it out sooner rather than later because these things just keep piling up. Yeah. Every time I come back, there's something new. That's so. crazy. They're going to have a, have a what, what you call it, a class action lawsuit type. If, well, the thing, yeah, maybe if all the accidents are the same. That's the thing. Everyone's got to be the same injury in oh, class yeah. action. Oh. So, like, it maybe everyone's a little different. Like, a guy sleeping in the back in one, a guy's drunk, passed out in the front in another. It might be all different. So, mm. anyways. Um, good luck but, with that, Tesla. Good luck mm-hmm. with that. Speaking of, speaking of good luck, <laughs> Uh, Tory Lanez could use probably a little bit of good luck. Oh, yeah, I, was like, I really did. We talked a couple weeks back uh, about how he performed Rolling Loud. He mm-hmm. took the stage uh, with... Uh, the Baby. The, the baby, baby, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Megan Stallion was apparently backstage. Mm-hmm. There was a protection order in place that said that Tory Lanez was not to go within, I think, 100 feet of Megan Stallion. And there was allegations at the time that he had violated that protection order. I think order. 100 yards, actually. 100 yards? Okay, mm-hmm. sorry. I, I, I wouldn't I mean, want to be wrong. <laughs> 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 well, it's, it's a different I don't, I don't want to be wrong. It is I'm a lawyer, but I don't want to be Either way, he violated them. <laughs> so uh, last week he went to a Los Angeles court appearance in front of the judge that's presiding over the criminal case, I think involving the gunshot that happened, mm. which is kind of this weird situation that we don't really know all that much about. Uh, but the uh, judge in that case increased the bail from two from one hundred ninety thousand to two hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. which I know Tory Lanez is going to have a real hard time coming up with sixty grand. Right. Dude, dude, they like, were trying to do it to five hundred thousand. Well, I mean, yeah, sixty grand for him. He like throws it around on Instagram on a, on yeah. a Friday night. That's why he might not have it. That's true also. <laughs> so uh, uh, basically, he's, he's got to pay an extra sixty grand to stay out of jail. And this is what the judge said verbatim: "You're facing." years in prison, over 22 years in prison. Mm. The prosecutors could have filed an additional charge based on violating the protection order because that's a violation of law as well. You do not want to be doing things like this, sir. You have the means and wherewithal and a lot of smart people around you to advise you as to how you should be conducting your life so we don't have hearings like this in the future. Mm. Mm-hmm. Just a little, little... Is he going to be on like an ankle monitor or anything? No. No, he just no. not on bail. 60 grand more. Man, they slapping into these cars and getting in trouble. Yeah, getting that money. Mm-hmm. Get it all back. That's what they care about. Get it from them, because I ain't yeah. got it. <laughs> it be taking me months to save up my reinstatement fee. Oh, man, that's a whole, that's a Right, racket, so but... get it from the celebrities. They got yeah. it. The feds let you make money, then they come Yeah, but the thing is, like, this, this courts don't really make money off bail. Uh, who really makes money off bail are bondsmen. Yeah, bondsmen. Right? Yeah, so, like, yeah. they get usually 10% of the bail, mm-hmm. which is non-refundable. Right. I mean, they all I'll tell you, I've worked yeah, in the courts for a long time, I don't and, I don't, and the courts really didn't like the bail bondsmen, yeah. to be completely honest. Because they sort of a, 
necessary I, evil, right? I, yeah, I would think that the courts would worry that that person stay in jail. Jail. Mm. Okay. And the bail bondsman get makes money off of them getting out of jail. Yeah, I think that. Right? Uh, well, so they're not mad at like you got a constitutional right to bail. So so and bail is not supposed to punish you. It's supposed to protect the public. And a lot of times mm. it's used in a way that's sort of punished. Like this right, seems yeah. like it's a way to punish him, right? Mm. Yeah, that's not who, what it's supposed who, to. Yeah, be. what are they protecting? Who are they protecting by doing that? Megan the Stallion, I guess, by okay. putting sixty grand on it. They think maybe he's gonna grand. act differently than he probably made. 60 grand on that appearance so like it's it's i don't know what what this is this is strange to me i've never seen this like you did something wrong here's an additional bond like uh i guess he violated a term of his bond Mm. so as a result of that there has to be some consequences but this seems like it's a punishment just call it a fine huh yeah right or something or give him a new new criminal charges or something Mm. i don't know like the judge even said in this hey we could have given you more criminal charges we chose not to or instead we're just gonna like punish you now I, get, I would assume the judge that, giving some of that sixty. Yeah, well, the other thing is like if you got the money, if you he got the money, some of that. <laughs> you know it. No, 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 no. His car no like, do. For, for somebody like Tory Lanez, he probably can just afford to pay the bail rather than even have a bondsman involved. So the oh, only yeah. reason you need a bondsman involved is if you don't like you get a two hundred fifty thousand dollars bond, you don't have two hundred fifty thousand dollars cash. So you've got to go put up ten percent, lose that ten percent, and then the bondsman puts up the rest. Yeah. Mm. And then it's at risk for them, and that's why there's like dog the bounty hunter. And all these <laughs> I used to love hunters. watching like, that. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ass, like, yeah. Yeah. like you owe them money, <laughs> right? Like two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. They like, had the little boys was in it and everything. I'll chase you to Guatemala for two hundred twenty-five thousand. Algeria, I come to Algeria every day. Bounty hunters running around Toledo looking for these little cats. The little three-year-old sons, will kick them in the nuts to help them get. Yeah, but I've seen bondsmen do some pretty like pretty terrible things to people, like tase them, beat them up, take steal their stuff i mean they'll, they'll yeah. put pressure on they you still a regular and they person. they really. need their money yeah i mean at the end of the day they would lose what a lot dog of had that big fogger thing that, he had a whole bunch mm, of shit yeah, yeah he, he, he had a supply kit man, yeah. <laughs> it's not he's in, they're not they're messing with his money yeah it's like you're chasing you like you your see, own and money, he right? got a family of 15. he got to take care of all his <laughs> right. kids they had a big family uh, they ain't little they like to eat i yeah. know they was yeah. huge yeah speaking <laughs> of taking money and actually giving money in this instance uh dealerships i don't know if anyone's got leased car but dealerships are taking back leased cars like crazy right now so mm-hmm. you can even make money turning your lease in. Why? Right what is it the purpose? Because they don't have enough cars on their lot. Yeah. So I, I'm not leasing my car. I'm buying, I'm still buying my car, but the uh, the uh, car lot sent me a mm-hmm. offered me like twenty five. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Dollars for my car. That's what I'm saying. So like, and then what you supposed to do? Go buy another car? Or, that's what I was. Yeah, saying. That's the problem. Yeah, that's right. the problem. It's like you can't buy like, lemon. There's no cars on the lot, so I'll give you this, and then what I'm gonna do with this money? But if you got like an extra car, like let's say you got a lease Actually, that you good. can't afford anymore or something, <laughs> this is an opportunity for you to get out of that lease, where it would otherwise be nearly impossible. Like we hmm. can usually never get somebody out of a lease; they're very difficult to do. But this time, if you just walk onto a lot and say, "Hey, look, uh, I got this car here. I got this lease." They might totally make that go away. They might even give you some money oh, for it. Wow. So. Hey, I'm trying to flip cars for real. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna sell a car four times. Yeah. They flipping cars, but then they getting on the PPP list. How you do right, that? Right. How you doing that? It's it's crazy. What is what is juggling money around the United States yeah. right now? Yeah, you guys uh, know anything about this company Theranos? You hear anything about this? Say who? What's Theranos or oh, Elizabeth I Holmes? Thanos. No, but it sounds like it, right? Yeah. Like an evil yeah. corporation. <laughs> sounds like Thermos. So, what if I told you that if I took a small prick of your blood, I could diagnose over 100 illnesses? What? 
sounds pretty good, right? And that means you got 100 illnesses in your blood? No, but like I could detect oh, one, okay, one okay. of 100 illnesses right, right, right. that you may have, right? Sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I could go into a CVS or Rite Aid, get a small prick of blood, put it in a machine. The machine would be like, yo, you've got HIV, mm-hmm. you've got uh-uh. whatever. Quick. That's a violation of privacy. Well, no, I'm saying like no, if no, I chose no. to do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Like I paid for it, like I wanted it, right? <laughs> well, see, okay. you have people just thinking, people, let me get this blood. No, 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 no. It's like I choose, like I choose to do it. No, that don't sound good. Well, it sounds. I think it sounds too good to be true because there's no one like. Usually, if I want to get tested for like some sort of disease or whatever, I got to go get a specific test for it, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, this company Theranos said that they could do this. They raised nine billion dollars wow. uh, off of it. It was one of the biggest Silicon Valley stories ever. People were going crazy for it. They thought it was going to be the next thing. So, the 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 owner of it and the founder of it was a, a woman named Elizabeth Holmes. You might have seen her face if I showed you a picture. You might recognize her. Okay. She has a very recognizable face. She was 19 years old. She dropped out of an Ivy League school, uh, and she starts this company. And the company says, "Lay, look, we're going to develop a technology that we can take a small prick of your blood, and we will diagnose up to 100 illnesses." Um, people who had done this uh, were told that they had HIV. Uh, were told that they had miscarried their babies. Uh, and it turned out at the end of it that none of it was true. And the machines they were using were the same machines that they had always been using before this company existed. One of the biggest frauds that has ever happened. And the criminal trial starts this week. As it should. I said that didn't sound good. That's crazy. Wow, $9 billion. I was about to say $9 billion to do that. That was valued at $9 billion before it fell from Completely grace in 2015. Ridiculous. So basically the Washington Post figured out that these machines were just the same machines as everything else. Now... What is the Elizabeth Holmes defense? It's anticipated to be that her boyfriend, a guy named Sonny, was the guy who actually really just totally convinced her it was true when she didn't really know one way or another whether it was or wasn't. One of the biggest cases that's going to happen. Fault? That's what she's saying. It's Sonny it's told me. Sonny told me this stuff worked. This is still crazy. Though. It's a lot. It was a ton of money that was lost. Crazy. Her argument is that her boyfriend told me it would work. Mm-hmm. And Didn't that's why I did it. They well, didn't try I, it. I was because she was out there, like, like on stages, talking to investors, saying, like, this is the technology. This is and what she we're doing. didn't even try it. They ain't tried. No, no. None. Well, no. So the question mm, is, who, thank you. Nah, the question is, who knew and when do they know? Right. So Elizabeth Holmes is on trial right now, basically under with the argument that she knew the whole time that she was just pumping this thing up and lying about what this thing could actually do. And she's saying, no, I didn't really know. It was my boyfriend, Sonny, at the time who manipulated me. Mm. And he told me it worked. And I just sort of went. I would try it first before I just pump it up. That sounds like she she didn't didn't try it or nothing. That sounds like she didn't pay some people like she was supposed to. Yeah, well, she's uh, she's under trial now for defrauding investors and patients. Uh, There are people who are expected to testify that were told they were HIV positive when they weren't, that they miscarried when they weren't. Oh, she was. That's why I said, why would she not do it? (laughs) What do you mean? Why would she (laughs) not do it? Fair enough. That's stupid. Why would she not do it to see um i she i think her thing is like she didn't know the science like she never really knew the science i'm talking about what she said she should have took the test right. to see but what, what if she, she took got. the test and they, they just lied to her so she had and said what that's what i'm right. saying like you're why would she not or say whatever mm. or, or no wait why would hers just say you're fine that's like, what i'm saying sounds like you'd make a good prosecutor on this case yeah that <laughs> doesn't make any sense swap you out real quick with whoever <laughs> yeah, that doesn't make any sense i, gotta get I think uh, in the end of the day she's gonna be found Guilty, guilty for sure. But we'll see. It's going to take so weeks. She just, uh, she's just fine. Sure you they tell you they can find a hundred different diseases and they're going to just say you just Yeah, fine. and Stacey Reed here says there's a document documentary on HBO. It's insane what they did. And that documentary is crazy. Absolutely wild. Mm. If somebody told you you got HIV, you know how depressed you're going to be? 
Right. So that's right. what happened. The whole like, social life looks uh, Okay, so the, the Theranos basically came, uh, this 19-year-old st- dropout basically says, hey, look, I can create a machine that pricks blood. I can tell you you have diseases. It mm-hmm. told people that they had HIV. It told people that they miscarried, which were not true. The machine never worked as oh. intended. And now she's under uh, criminal charges. And for that. Is this the she's lady? under scrutiny. You would recognize the lady. She's got a very recognizable face. Is this the lady who had all these investors investing in her? $9 billion valuation in 2015. Theranos. I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast, and he had a guest on that was talking about her. So, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know about the... Uh, about she didn't know. Did she go to Shark Tank? She too? didn't know. Like, yeah. everything that she did was fake. Well, That's, she's saying that her boyfriend basically yeah, she's, uh, convinced right. her that she's it was true she when she didn't she, really know if she it was or was. Because oh, he no, was true. That's what I said. Well, she's on trial right now for it. That's so you guys saying. are all off the jury because you all, you all have already <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, take her ass to jail and throw away the key. Oh, man, that's crazy. So What is it called? Grinders, what is it called? Y'all know? Yeah, what's the name of that documentary? It's called, like... She has like a very recognizable face. Like, uh, yeah, I, I know. Her. I, forgot her. Her. I forgot her name though. She had like a crazy voice too. It's like mm-hmm. a deep. Stacy, like what's the name of it? Uh, Elizabeth Holmes is her name. What is it? Elizabeth Holmes is yeah. her name. Mm-hmm. Um, man, yeah, this is. Yeah, a, it's she a, had all these people like investing in her. Like, yeah, she, she was a she genius. Like a, a, a nineteen-year-old like yeah, dropout. Yeah. Everybody was going crazy. The they couldn't give her enough money. Out for blood in Silicon Valley. Yep, that's it. No, you don't know, but I've never seen her. Mm-hmm. Just like a, yep. Oh, she looked crazy too. <laughs> <laughs> and you're off the jury too. Yep. I wonder if the that's boyfriend insane. is sticking beside her. No, broke no, up. absolutely not. He's going to. Uh, so they actually split the criminal tri- trials. His, tri- his trial is after hers, oh, which wow. happens a lot sometimes because, like in these situations, if two people are going to point the finger at one another like that, sometimes you just want to separate, separate yeah. them completely. So she's doing her trial first. Her defense is anticipated to be, he told me it. I, I didn't know. Mm. Like, That's her whole Hell no. Mm. That ain't going to cut. This should be a pretty cool trial. You know yeah. how they make you type out 300 <laughs> words before you could even submit? You ain't got enough uh, words right. to submit to be like, no, it was all him and that's it. You got to ask no. Yeah, you so got to ask. It's pretty, uh-huh. it's pretty bad. It's going to be a crazy trial. So we'll keep watching it. Um, I think that we should expect a guilty. So they made the documentary of it and it just was like. Crazy. But I'm saying this just hit the fan up. Uh, 2015, the Washington Post took apart one of the machines that they were promising and found out it was just like a normal blood test machine. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying when they ended it, it didn't be like she got so many years of prison. Like they just ended. It took this long for her to sit in trial. Because I'm like, I wonder how it ended. What did they say? What kind of machine was it? Like Will Smith had in pursuit of happiness? Uh, No, it's like a little. Uh... <laughs> that's exactly. He was pissed. He told you to watch your shit. And we we said, said machine. That's what I was thinking about. Like, uh, oh, kind of actually. Oh, right. like that thing he was yeah. watching. Yeah. I didn't like, crazy. That, 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 that's exactly what I meant to do. Everything, but I machine. It looked like a printer, basically. Yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. A, like a squared little thing, and they were supposed to make it so cheap to do these tests and stuff. It was that just was a good one, Clyde. When I said, when I, when he threw this machine, that's what I thought. Yeah, like the, the thing where he had. Yeah, exactly. that, that was his invention. He was, man. That dude, but I think that, that oh, one actually machine. worked or no? That was crazy. Um, that one actually worked in that movie? Yeah, yeah. it worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was actually better off. Yeah, that would work for Selling real. Selling those things door to door. I'm kind of sad how it ended, though. I wanted it to be him to be like a big success story and all that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, damn. He was cool. All this for the machine. He was better than he was. 
I know, but yeah, still. Yeah, I gotta watch that movie. That was, that was seeing afterwards the way he ran for he was jumping through the park. He lost shoes, clothes, his wife. Man, them dang right. <laughs> yeah. You're not taking the last one. Man, him and his son were sleeping in them train even, stations oh, over that day. He even had a few of them and sold some mm-hmm. to make yeah. some money, but he had to keep one. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people's sons, yeah. <laughs> we, talk, oh, we talked uh, last week about this Nirvana lawsuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you guys might have seen this now. Like After this has all happened, there's been a bunch of like meme accounts on the internet who have basically found all these photos of the guy who's suing Nirvana for this baby photo that was taken back in the 90s oh, and no. he's recreating the image throughout his life so like <laughs> so when he like four and seven yeah. and uh, ten. the last time that they the I only time seen none of the memes so though. the only time that actually was uh confirmed was on the 25th anniversary of the album so he was uh, tw- uh tw- it, this was in 2016 so he would have been like 25 at the time mm. he recreated it for a magazine and he added at the time, the anniversary means something to me. It's strange that I did this for five minutes when I was four months old and it became such a really iconic image. It's cool, but weird to be part of something so important that I don't even remember. And now he's suing saw. them. That makes no sense, though. You just said you don't remember, so how are you suing them? And now, I mean, it's like that, and that statement, it's like he was, pr- he was really proud him. that right. it happened. Now how can we prove now, that it was really him, though? What, in the in the original photo? Yeah. I think that they've like pretty much admitted that he got paid $250, $250 back then. His mom he did, or his mama did? I, I don't know how the payment was made. It just she says that he was diapers. paid $250. That's what I'm saying. How did he know She bought some diapers. So he's if it wasn't for that $250, you wouldn't have had no diapers, uh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't have any diapers in the photo, too. So oh, oh. Maybe he really needed them. Yeah. Exactly. But he's looking for Hundred fifty thousand dollars per defendant. So uh, per defendant, what yeah. four four band members? Four of them. Yeah, one of them is uh, Courtney Love, the uh, administrator of Kurt Cobain's estate. So, oh, wow. so this <laughs> let me see. Is uh, Foo Fighters still around? Uh, probably. Because he was the uh, that's the lead singer for Foo Fighters. Used to be in. The... Is that right? No, yeah. Dave Grohl is. Isn't that guy the dude? I don't know. That's yeah, well, that's a time pass. Yeah, <laughs> but, but anyways, uh, so it'll be interesting to see if this comes up in this lawsuit. These photos that he took willingly and voluntarily throughout the years to basically make the same photo again. Oh, he took the, his yeah, own yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. the guy who's suing. I'm confused. Okay, so like this baby. <laughs> no, I get it, but I'm just I'm confused on him on his end. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's like he did all this stuff throughout the years, and now he wants. Yeah, some, some money. I thought he just you know, randomly just I, I, found the picture. Like, hey, that's me. No, but right, no, he knew about it the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is who was his parent? Like, who that's what I'm saying. That's the one thing that I have. You know what I think? I think that what happened was that he was recreating all these pictures over over these years, thinking that he can use those pictures and make money off of those pictures. But nobody wants to see a 17 year old or 18 year old on the cover of a uh, of an album cover. Maybe like, he's trying to say the picture caused him mental health. That's, well, that's what he's saying. He's saying why that every. Well, but he, why is literally he still what he's doing saying it? Why is he recreating it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's saying that everywhere he goes, every, he knows that everyone has seen him naked as a baby. <laughs> so that means you keep oh, giving us God. more images up throughout the years. Well, he, ne- he never did it naked again. Oh, okay. Oh. He always did it with like bathing suits on or whatever. When okay, he but older. why are you still doing it? I don't I'm know. That's the weird thing, right? And that's what the defense is probably going to say. It's like if you such an emotionally traumatizing experience, don't do it again. Right. I don't know. If yeah. that'll work or not, but every the internet's year. having a field day with it because they found all these photos of the guy. I ain't seen it. Every year he jumps in the pool and take a picture. Yeah, well, I mean, not every year, but yeah, he's, <laughs> done it like, he's done it a couple times. It looks like so. I don't Maybe know. Every, every five years, I don't know. 
Um, mm, to each his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. Actually, he said to the photo, this is another point, uh, when he did the uh, photo in 2016, the recreation, he told the photographer, let's just do it naked. This is in the. This is quoted and in the magazine, and the fire said, uh, "That's kind of weird." Why don't you just, just wear some shirts? Uh, yeah, uh, sir. But you, you, you scarred. Let's not. And you're trying to <laughs> now you're trying to show yeah, people. Let's let's keep our clothes on here. No. So let's I would expect that you know Exhibit A will be the testimony. I'm of off the jury because he's guilty. Yeah, you guys. Me too. All of them I'm guilty off. in these stories. I'm, I'm off. Of all of them. Don't call me because I'm yeah. taking them ass. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Okay, so let's see. Let's see if you guys are off the jury on this last one. Then uh, New Orleans Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas. He uh, reportedly got a, I think it was an ACL tear or something last year. So he tries to find a place where he can recover. He rents a sixty thousand dollar per month Bel Air rental, uh, which was described as an ideal self care setting. He thought it was a perfect place for him to recover and so that he could get back. It actually was an ankle injury, career threatening ankle injury. Um, it sounded like this 10,000 square foot mansion was a stream. It turned out, in his uh, view, to be a nightmare. There were oh, all sorts of problems with it. Movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, good ghost. He, he basically says that there was problems with the pool, the garage doors, kitchen appliances, all sorts of other things that have in some way hindered his ability to recover his ankle, and he's mm -hmm. now seeking more than $1 million in damages. Oh. Despite How the many fact, months did he stay there? Uh, he stayed there for two months and <laughs> paid one security deposit to pay 180 grand. 180 grand? Yep. On top of. Shit, he could have went to a facility and saved about $30,000. So he's suing because he didn't recover. Because he says that the place was billed as a ideal self-care setting, and in fact, it was, in his words, a nightmare, which somehow set back his recovery. And now he was he's, angry every day, huh? I don't know. Were the other people there? Uh, what do you mean? Like the people who rented it? No. Like, it was no, like housekeepers or? Uh, maybe housekeepers were, but I don't, I don't know that. But They probably don't speak English. Um, he said that, yeah, I don't know. He said that basically, like, the damage to his professional life was far more severe as he attempted to recover from the ankle injury. So now he's looking for a million bucks. He probably was renting out as an Airbnb at one point. Do we got yeah. a family? You know, you know what it probably is? Probably because he's not recovered from his injury, so he can't go play football. That's probably so his loss of wages is what he's probably trying to seek. Yeah, it's just weird to me that like anything that would happen to a house would really affect your recovery of your ankle. Yeah, I don't, like, I still don't get that. If you're mad part, all yeah. the time because your kitchen, your stove doesn't work, like, yeah, like how does that? There's no blender in here. Yeah. I can't make my fruit uh, uh, smoothies. smoothies. Fuck, it's messing me up. Yeah. So I mean, this is a good illustration that you can sue anybody for anything, yeah. and whether don't it actually works. Mean. Right. Just because somebody sues somebody doesn't necessarily mean it's going to float. And That's this crazy. one seems like a so. Do you got a family at home? So where he couldn't just recover at home and bring uh, the best know. therapist and everything at his house. I don't know why he wanted this particular place. It's it's nice. It was like a like a beautiful. It's a ten thousand square foot house. But if my ankle messed up, huh? it ain't like I'm doing cartwheels and having this? parties. Uh, California, California, Bel, Bel Area. So he heard Kanye <laughs> renting out that clause for a million. Was a right. He wanted to rent out something too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what happened. Sixty thousand a month. Sixty thousand a month. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but there might be more to the story than we know. Like, exactly. we, I guess we don't know how bad his life really was, but it just seems to me like, what, what's anything hanging like this have to do with your ankle? Yeah. Maybe I'm he just probably missing just trying something. to get more perks. Yeah, I'm missing something. More money? But. More, more pain bill. No, he's trying to oh, make his money oh, back. Perks. Oh. For a million dollars? No, not a million dollars. He's just trying to make his money back. Yeah. Probably, the PPP probably ran out. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the result is he just gets some of his money back. Or mm -hmm. who knows, maybe he destroyed the place and they're going to take a $60,000 security deposit and he yeah. just said, you know, whatever, man. Well, I'll I hope he wouldn't way. be destroying the place and he got a messed up ankle. Yeah, maybe. Well, he's not he's mad. He was mad. Like, 
Something happened. Yeah. <laughs> Something happened here more you than what we know. We're probably Ralph. watching the game and we should even plan. <laughs> Looking like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. That's what she said. Well, you definitely ain't getting no money back if you destroy it now. What, what, what was his position in football? He's a receiver. Right? Yeah, wide receiver. Catch the ball! He, probably he was, was watching football and... I would hope not, because he definitely ain't getting that security prize back if you destroyed it. He probably punched walls. In the walls. Yeah. Oh, no. Docking Throwing footballs at the TV. Mm-hmm. Docking your pay. Mm-hmm. Just, and then blame it on the people. Mm-hmm. Like, there's holes in the walls in this place. I don't know who did it. It came, it came here. It was, like, <laughs> it was your fault. <laughs> not mine. There's branches in the, in the pool. Right. He, he's swinging branches, you know. That'd so, be George Jungle. We'll follow that one too. But <laughs> I think that the main one to follow right now is this Theranos crazy, yeah, crazy Thanos. Did we uh, we ain't get no follow up with that lady about the incident at Cedar Point? Not yet. She's mm. like, uh, they say she's clinging on to her life. I don't know. Still what it's in critical condition. Yeah. And, wow. and, 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 you know, Cedar Point's been like pretty quiet, which sometimes that's just a way that companies will handle these situations because they just sort of like, yeah, like you know, they always say like a twenty-four-hour news cycle, right? You like wait long enough, it just gets taken out with the tide. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're just hoping that that's going to happen, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that's the outcome here. But no, we don't know I whether they've paid her anything, whether they have you know accepted any responsibility. They just shut the ride down and sort of moved on. <clears throat> she can't move on, so I don't. We'll see what happens. That's <sighs> terrible. Yeah, it really is. Well. You got some so, great topics as usual. Hey, Always you. bring the heat on Wednesday. Hey, how you yeah, feeling about? Uh, oh, hey, wait, the prize not done. Hold on. Right, you know how I do. How you feeling about the Patriots? Let's go, Cam Newton. The what? The what? The Patriots? Let's go, Cam Newton. How you feeling about that? I mean, I'm not a really football. Okay, okay, <laughs> no. Basketball. I like basketball. Well, it ain't basketball season. This is football. <laughs> no, but you know basketball. You got legal stuff going on. All right. Football. Yeah, the topic about the whole thing. I hope Cam. I hope Cam. I'm sure Cam Newton got paid a large amount of money. I'd love to see the contract. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. You'd like to be involved in that. This is a law question. If he's released from his from the team, does he get still get paid? Depends on how the release is negotiated. Right. But I, and you know, there's like lawyers that do sports law specific stuff. That's like, you got to really know your niche. Like, mm. that's a very specific yeah, type of thing, true. right? But there's a lot of money moving around and they're all contracts. Everything's contract based. So it's not that complicated. Yeah. I would love, love, love to see those contracts. Mm. That's the lawyer. I mean, like, yeah. You got to throw the football good friend. You know, he can run, throw the football all good. But I want to see the contract and the money. Right. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what I'm interested in. Right. Fine Let's get print, to the huh? point. Yeah. Let's get yeah. to the, the meat and yeah. potatoes, huh? Because that's why he's doing all this stuff. Like, yeah, these, yeah, these yeah. guys don't run, move around because they necessarily like it. Yeah. Maybe for the money. It's a job. Right. So. I know somebody team show is trying to make some room. Yep, Cowboys released uh, two quarterbacks yesterday after Cam was released by the Patriots. Got it. Well, I mean, like, it's the end of era for the Patriots. So, like, that's pretty big that they're they're – they're saying, okay, let's move on from yeah. one one era and move on to the next one. So I mean, they, they made that, that was a huge statement that they made. That's huge, yeah. yeah. And he's got big shoes to fill. Yeah, huge shoes, huge. huge. So let's see, you know, good for him. I'm sure. I hope he's getting paid like Tom Brady was. Mm. Mm. He's a rookie. Not yet. You got to prove it. That's his. See, I can see. I can fake like I know. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me. I'm just like. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> they say. Yeah. Try, they say. That's how I got through also. <laughs> <laughs> quick on my feet. Yeah, quick on your feet. We'll see, though. What's his name? Mason Dixon? Ma- Mac Jones. Mason oh, Dixon. What? <laughs> anyway, speaking of Mason what? Dixon. Right. Like, out, <laughs> thank you, Dennis, for those wonderful topics. Yeah, Shout yeah, out to yeah, our yeah. sponsors, Hotbox. Hotbox. Hot Mud City Entertainment. Yep. Greater New Psalmist Church. Amen. Land Self to People Salesman. Yes, sir. J. Rush Jennings. Uh-huh. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Legendary Carpet Care. Hey, now. Kendall Harvey. Uh-huh. The Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Oh, Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Mm-hmm. Details by Sino. Water. And, uh, 
Click on my feet. And witness riches forever. Money. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rising Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise. And Grind. At the 419grind.com and you can become a sponsor of our show. We have a, a, a new monthly grinders package that we're trying to get everybody to tap into because it's a very affordable and it helps us out. So And it's awesome. Yep. And if you can't, uh, don't want to be a, a sponsor, donate at the cash app dollar sign the 419 grind. Ooh. We happily accept donations every day. I'm gonna try something else next time you say that. And yeah, we're gonna see which one looks better. Okay. All right. Water. Um so <laughs> <laughs> splash. We're gonna take a quick break. We got uh, Alyssa uh, Greenberg coming from uh, Toledo Opera. She'll be in here in a few minutes. So she on uh, her way. Yep, yeah, well, we'll Toledo be right back. Opera. All right. All right. That was uh, Later, guys. First experience going to a dealership, I had bad credit. And the salesman made me feel horrible. I don't ever want you to have that feeling nor that experience. And guess why for the past nine years they called me the people salesman. Good credit or bad credit, it does not matter to me. No matter your situation, if there's a way to get what you want done, I promise you, I will do everything I can to find it. So please be sure to stop and see me today at your people salesman. What's up, Toledo? My name is Jason White. I'm the CEO and founder of Witness Riches. And did you know that we offer the credit repair service? If you're trying to buy a house, get a new car, refinance bad debt, or just be prepared for whatever life may bring your way, you should consider hiring our credit repair program. Typically within the first three to six months of working with us, our clients average a minimum 100 point credit score increase with each credit bureau. So if you can use gains like that, you should consider hiring our credit repair service. All you have to do is go to the700clubtoledo.com to learn more about our credit repair program. And if it interests you, we're also going to give you the ability to start your first 30 days for just $19.99. So go to the700clubtoledo.com, learn more about our program, and we look forward to serving you. Quentin Riley, CEO and founder of Legendary Carpet Care Plus. The services we provide are professional carpet, tile, and upholstery cleaning, both for residential and commercial. We show up on time, we get the job done, we're certified at what we do, and our customers rave about us. We're legendary, and if you don't believe me, check this out. Hi, my name is Susan Brown, and I am the owner of the Doris Brown Fitness and Learning Academy. I've been using Legendary Carpet Care for about three years now and I'm very, very, very pleased with it. Sanitation should be important to everyone, but it's mostly important to me because I want my children to come into a safe and clean environment. And Legendary Carpet Care provides that for me. I would personally recommend Legendary Carpet Care to other businesses because he's fair with his prices, he's, he's an on-time person, he never lets you down. And just look at my place. It's just clean all the time. And I, and I use it like every three or four months. If you're interested in getting your home or business sanitized, visit our website at legendarycarpetcare.com or click the link associated to this video. We look forward to serving you.
calling, I'm answering on that first ring. Beverly Kruger, I'm killing shit in your wet dreams. Die face first in your trust chest, got my beard shining like blink blink. She goes hard like my cookies, told a double stuff, I need more cream. She like short things, I'm talking orgasms on orgasms, knees touching shoulders on strip. Slide two fingers in your tongue tip, clip, Walmart demise, roll back. She pulling my hair, I'm yanking out tracks, put a tip in the whisper, who's that? Six on fire, perfect match, now I'm all I'm shaking, baby, take that. Every single part of you feel like a blessing. But baby, I got a confession When you're sexing me, you feel like I'm in heaven So baby, I got a suggestion Make me a sex fiend Baby, baby, sex fiend Make me a sex fiend Baby, baby, sex fiend I'm feeling for you The Rise and Grind Morning Show is on. 419 Grind. Hey, 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 we back. Jesse, we back. Shay, we back. Mm-hmm. You good? You better? Mm-hmm. All right. Shay's refreshed and energized. And we are back with Alyssa Greenberg from the Toledo Opera. How are you doing today? Oh, thank you. 
Hi, good morning. Thank you all so much for having me. I this had water in so my mouth. Exciting. I'm sorry. I could, <laughs> I could start clapping. I love it. How you feeling this morning? So good. Just well, you looking bright morning. and refreshed and yeah. like you feel good. Oh, yeah. Same Skin to glowing. Same <laughs> she is glowing. I think it's all these ring lights. Yeah. No, you walked in glowing. <laughs> the ring it's lights make me, they make me glow, too. Oh, now, yeah. He be sweating. That's what he glowing with sweat. So, um, Alyssa, you you at the Toledo Opera, you're the, the director? I'm the community engagement director at Toledo oh. Opera, yeah. And I've been there for just about two years. It'll okay. be two years next month. And um, what, what is that position entitled or, or home? Are you just planning events or something? Yeah, so it's a brand new position for the opera. And some of the things we're doing are I am the liaison for a community advisory committee. So some really exciting leaders and influencers that are from all over the community, people who are born and raised in Toledo, people who are recent arrivals such as myself in Toledo, everyone in between for people who are, you know, students or at the beginning of their career to people who are, you know, in leadership and everyone in between. So it's just an advisory committee that guides the opera on what kind of programming we can do to be more culturally relevant and meaningful in Toledo. Oh. So you said you're not from here, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so where were you born and raised? I'm from Brooklyn, New York, okay. and Brooklyn. I've been in Toledo BK. for four years. BK. Hey, what high school did you graduate <laughs> from? Because we got people that's listening from there, too. So where did you graduate from? Shout your high school out. I love that you asked that, because that's such a New York question to ask. <laughs> Yo, so what school you at, B? <laughs> that's probably not how they talk to <laughs> Not in her part, bro. Not in my school. Right. Right. <laughs> Not in my part. <laughs> so I'm a proud alum of Hunter College High School. Okay. Hunter my, College House, High School? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. My mom's also an alum of Hunter. We had some of the same teachers. They did not like being reminded of that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, because it's all day age, huh? Yeah. So was that a college prep school? Was that Hunter College? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you had to take a test to get in. It was oh. very competitive and stressful. Uh-huh. Okay. So you graduated with a high school diploma and a college degree at the same time? No, but I did take some college classes, and I felt very cool as a high schooler Uh, taking classes in Hunter College. (laughs) What's your zodiac sign? Um, Aquarius. Okay. Second one in a row. Yesterday was the Aquarius. Oh, y'all asked me? Yesterday, the day before yesterday, when you were here. Oh. Oh, yeah. We didn't ask us more. We didn't. We didn't. You messed up with my ad-libs. Don't ask my zodiac question. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, uh, Alyssa, in in Brooklyn, did you do anything like on Broadway or with the opera or anything there? No. So, my first experience with opera was actually here in Toledo. Wow. And I think that's a funny thing, right? Like, I grew up in Brooklyn. You know, I went to museums and things like that all the time. But I never actually did experience opera. It didn't feel like something that, you know, was relevant to me or relevant to my life. And I think... You know, that's a perception that a lot of us share about opera. You know, oh, it's not for me. You know, I've never tried it. I've never really had the opportunity or the interest. And that's something that, you know, we're really trying to confront with the Toledo Opera and say, you know, opera is for everyone. Opera should be welcoming to everyone. You know, it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea, right? Right. But I think everyone should have the opportunity to see for themselves whether opera is for them. Now, can I twerk to opera? Always. Because okay. <laughs> that's the only thing that probably used to have me set back. Like, mm, I can't that's shake a, a little left tweet, left cheek, but <laughs> maybe I can make it work. I'm versatile twerker. You honestly can because, um, you know, there's a lot of really fun, like, opera mashups with other genres. Okay. Beyonce does a Carmen. Okay. Yeah. Full feature. Oh, you sold me already. You remember, you remember the Carmen on uh, the hip hop that I did? Uh, who was that? Makai Pfeiffer? Yeah, yeah I remember, of course I remember uh, that. That's what she was talking about. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that movie? You know what movie he's talking about? I've seen the clips on YouTube. I haven't seen it from start okay. to finish. Okay. That's when she was first. Cool, yeah, that was like something that we could have shot and yeah. did together. Yeah. <laughs> For <her iPhone>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Android back then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So you don't... You, 
So you don't sing opera yourself? No, no. So I'm actually an art historian by training. Oh, oh wow. So do you, do you, what do you get to work with? What, what do you call them? Uh, the, the opera people that sing. What, what oh, the yeah, you can call them singers, singers performers, performers, artists. artists. Okay. Do they be trying to convince you to learn a little bit? Oh my gosh, I think they know that you know I'd be out of my depths. I uh, think we should leave that to the professionals, <laughs> right? You know, they've gone through years and years of training. So one of the programs Toledo Opera has that's really special is a resident artist program. Okay. So every year we do a international call for artists. You know, mm. I think 160 artists applied to be in Toledo for the year with us. Wow. And so they live in Toledo. They perform in Toledo. They perform on the main stage, and also they perform in the schools and they perform outdoors. And so, you know, we have these talented artists. You know, all of them have their master's degrees in vocal performance. Like these are serious, rigorous artists. You know, best left to the professionals. And, and, and there, I, have, I have a cousin. He went to the uh, University of Michigan. He, he sings opera, and he really he. He sang it. He sang it was Uncle Bob's song. He did what? <laughs> Uncle Bob, so he sung okay. his, his funeral. He sung, um, man, what did he sing? Something like a motherless child or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know you what know, song he yeah, sung. Yeah, he sung it and he did it in the opera. And it, was, oh, it, was it, was, it was cool. It was it was different. You different. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's you know, something that you can deal with. You know? <laughs> something you can deal, deal with. Because, <laughs> you, know, you know, our coach, we used to, like you said, twerk, bop, de bop, de bop. Opera's more like. I like classical music. It's conservative, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just sit there and listen to it. Yes, yes. And I'd be freestyling in my head like, yeah. <laughs> like how can I sample this? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> let me get that Kanye machine, <laughs> record this, and let right. me sample it. <laughs> so you, uh, you got you got events coming up with the opera, or yeah. you got something happening? Yeah, I would love to share about two projects we have coming up. Okay. So first, this afternoon on this beautiful beautiful sunny day at five thirty p.m. at the Toledo Botanical Garden. Oh. We'll be doing a performance called Opera Outdoors. Mm. And so this is a project that developed during the pandemic. You know, when the pandemic is happening, you can't do a fully staged opera with an entire cast and a chorus and an orchestra and, you know, a 900 seat audience. You can't really do that during a pandemic. So we had to cancel all of our main stage productions. And instead, since we still had these artists working with us, we were able to bring them out into the community. And so we did free public performances all over the city. We were at the farmer's market. Mm at the zoo on the free days, at LMA housing developments, at the Tarda transit station, at the museum. Wow. Mm. All these different places, mm. free public performances, trying to just show up where people were already organically gathering and just bring opera to them right. rather than having them come to us. Mm. And it was really fun. It was really successful and vibrant and just seeing people who hadn't seen live music for six months just come to life right. again, you know, during those performances was something I'll yeah, never forget. Hey, let's just opera, too. We just got to get out the house. <laughs> Listen. And that's how I feel about it, right? Like, I... You know, I am not a music person necessarily. You know, I can't even read music to be perfectly honest. But you know, what I love about opera is that it's at a ten the entire time. You know, when I go to karaoke with my friends, I don't want to hear peaks and valleys in the music, right? I just want to hear them blast their beautiful voices, Mm. and that's what happens with opera. It's just a ten, high drama the entire entire time. Mm. So, the people that don't have never been to opera or never heard it, like, what is an opera? When you go to an opera, what what do I expect when I go there? Mm, that's a great question. So I think that, you know, what's so special about opera is it's a spectacle, right? It's the, you know, what you're listening to and what you're seeing and what you're feeling emotionally all at the same time. So you're going, you're essentially going to, you know, a, 
vocal performance and an orchestra performance and a play mm -hmm. and you know you're seeing all these beautiful costumes and wigs and makeup and scenery and everything like that so it's just absolutely you know this overwhelming you know all encompassing intense experience on the main stage there's really nothing like it Ambience. You're oh, just yeah. transported, you know, you're <laughs> carried away in some of these wild, you know, highly dramatic stories. I mean, so the opera we have coming up this fall in early October is called Il Trovatore. And oh. say it again. <laughs> <laughs> Ravioli. <laughs> no, no, that's not it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so it's called Il Trovatore. It means the troubadour. And I'll just tell you what happens in the very first scene. In the literal very first scene, this woman is enacting vengeance for her mother's death. And so she's just had a baby, and then she steals someone else's baby to burn in the fire, oh. and and then then ends up burning her own baby in the fire. Oh. First scene, first thing that happens in the opera, and this thing goes for three hours. You oh. know, it's just wild. And they gonna sing about it. What? Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah. How can you miss that, right? Is, what, what is this? What is like that? Uh, uh, tragedy? Housewives? Or? Mm. Yeah, no, I think that was Netflix. That's a good no? question. I would call it that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a Dear John or drama, tragedy, everything. Yeah, Dear baby. <laughs> right. Yeah, so we won't be doing that today at the Botanical Garden. We're going to keep it a little lighter at the Botanical Garden, but we have our wonderful five resident artists, and they're going to be at the... Um, old jazz stage at the Toledo Botanical Garden, so you'll take the Elmer Drive entrance to get there, and they'll be performing a really, you know, exciting mixture of, you know, traditional opera music, but mm -hmm. also a little bit of Broadway, also oh. a little bit of American songbook, just to show, like you're saying, that opera really does flow in and out of other genres of music. Mm. And then, for the first time ever, this is literally the first time we're ever, ever doing this, we're going to be doing some more child-friendly programming. So oh. we're going to be doing a little bit of kind of sing-along or like a round. Aww. So if you have little ones, please bring them at 5.30 to the Toledo Botanical. A little Mary Poppins by. Oh, yeah. Is it a free event? It is a free event. Sweet. Right. Free for the free. We love free. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Me too. You know, just remove as many barriers as possible. Yeah. Now, I hear you speaking so lightly and so freely of it. Now, what is your most difficult challenge working with the opera? That's a good question. I mean, I think the pandemic was a huge challenge for us. You know, I had just started in this role and had just, you know, been through my first cycle of an opera production. And then, you know, we had all these huge, huge plans for our spring 2020 opera. And then it got canceled, you know, mm. and then the next thing got canceled, the next thing got canceled. And so, you know, so that was really hard because of on the, you know, seeing what's happening in the entire arts field and how many, you know, furloughs and layoffs and things there were, you know, it was just a really scary time to be an arts professional period during a pandemic and not knowing what the future was. But the truth is for us, it was a huge opportunity because we got to be flexible and adaptive and scrappy and, and just creative. figure out what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. So we did all these outdoor performances that ended up being so successful that now they're just a core part of right. our operations as a company. And we also got into the virtual yeah, but like Zoom opera. Yeah, we were doing Zoom opera. So mm. actually, we did a really cool opera called The Music Behind the Mural that you mm. can see on our YouTube page. And so what we did is we took the Valentine Theater mural and all the characters of all these kind of vaudeville performers that are in the mural that have come through Toledo in you know the 1900s, 1920s, and we commissioned an original piece where our resident artists performed that same music that those mural characters would be. And so it was just an original Toledo-centric kind of production that brought Toledo and opera into a conversation together. Is that where the Toledo Opera performed at the Valentine Theater? Mm -hmm. that's, that's right. That's the yeah, at the okay. Valentine. So as, a, as an art historian, what is, what is the 
What is the origin of opera? Like, what, why was opera created? That's a really good question. And so, you know, the opera was, you know, originally kind of supposed to be this kind of mass-consumed art form. You know, everyone was supposed to have access to the opera. You know, today, there are many places in Europe, many cities in Europe that have, you know, government-sponsored opera companies. That, wow. And going to the mm. opera is the same price as buying a movie ticket. Mm. You know, oh. so in other places, opera really is this kind of populist art form. But, yeah. you know, somehow, you know, especially in the United States, it feels like it's this more, you know, rarefied thing. And right. so those mm -hmm. are the boundaries that we're trying to break down, right? We're trying to have free virtual performances, free outdoor performances, make sure that the main stage opera and the Valentine is inclusive too, which actually is can bring me to my next plug. Oh, okay, segue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made it easy for me, man. <laughs> so my next plug is we have a another brand new initiative that we're starting called View Then Voice. And so what that is, is we want to make sure that we're welcoming and inclusive to first-time opera attendees, people who've never been to the opera before. So if you go to toledoopera.org slash view, what you'll find is an application form. And just let us know a little bit about yourself. You'll apply and hopefully be selected to get two free tickets to the main stage opera production you know not the dress rehearsal like this is the real you know show at the valentine wow and then the following week you will um come back and do a focus group with us and just answer some questions oh. about your experience what it was like you know what some of the things you know we could do to be more welcoming in the future you know give us that feedback and then hopefully you'll you know start a relationship with the opera and come to more of our programs you know, send your kids to do our preschool program or our elementary school programs or high school programs. We just want to do more relationship building in an yeah. authentic way. Now, do y'all, do you guys go out to like our performing art schools around here? We do, here we do. To? Yeah, so that's one of the other things our resident artists do is so every year they create a 40 minute opera. And so they, and so it's not kind of like a opera for kids, like it's an opera opera. And so they travel around in a van to different schools and they, you know, set up the stage, they put on their costumes, they perform this opera for the kids. You know, sometimes there's a Q&A and then they pack it all up. So they visit, you know, tons and tons of schools, not only in Toledo, but in the entire region every year. Oh, they got in the van. We need to ask them to borrow a couple of days. <laughs> we got the first stuff. We've been saying we want to go right. to certain places. Let's, fall, let's go with them. Yeah, yeah. we need to go with them. No. It's, it's, so, yeah, it's so fun. And so this year, instead of the barber of Seville, we're changing the gender roles. And so we're going to have the stylist of, our, of Seville. And our mezzo-soprano, a young woman, will be the stylist of Seville this year. Mm. So we're mixing it up. Oh. What's the stylist of Seville? So it's the story of the barber of Seville. Oh, I thought I thought it was, oh, I, I thought it was like a, a, a title or something. Well, they it just is. they just swapped. Yeah, instead of a barber, barber. it'd be a oh, okay, stylist. Okay, yeah. okay. So as we know, women can be barbers too. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. So was that was that like why opera was created, like to, to bring the stories of life back in? You know, because it's like an older. Thing. So was that crazy to bring the stories to life, like Shakespeare's and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what it's like. Mm. Yeah, because theater was the first form of, uh, like, film, right. basically. And opera took it to a different level with the music and everything involved, the whole drama thing. You know, mm -hmm. you combine classical music, the acting, and singing mm. into one art form. So when I hear the opera, so I think, like, Julius Caesar and them times, or yeah, I mean, ancient Roman. They probably made yeah. some operas off of those yeah. stories, yeah. Right. Yeah. But then the Italians, the, the Italians are like the gangsters always listen to opera too. They do. Yeah. 
right before they about to kill somebody. <laughs> Set the mood. We don't know. We don't know that for sure. We just we just saying. Allegedly, that's what they do in the movies. Allegedly, yeah, the movies, yeah, not in real life. This yeah. ain't the Sopranos. <laughs> so do the uh, do the Toledo Opera got their own orchestra? Do they co- uh, collab with the Toledo Symphony? Yeah, it's the Toledo Symphony that does oh, okay. the orchestra. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. That's sweet. So, yeah. I remember the Symphony came to our school. Uh, Mm-hmm. All the instruments, and I, I, cellos, and yeah, we went to the uh, we went to the symphony and the opera when I was in school. Um, I don't know what kind of. I teacher. remember the symphony. I can't remember the opera too much. Yeah, yeah. This Wait, was how was what it was like? What was it like to go to the opera as a kid? It was fun. Uh, it's something that we probably didn't expect because we we you know we never went to the opera, never even heard of you know us going to the opera. So it was like a, it was a different experience. It was a fun experience because, like I said, it combined the music and the acting and all that stuff. So. Uh, it made it a, a very interesting event. Yeah. So what else you guys got going on? That's a great question. Well, so as I was saying, the Il Trovatore is coming in early October. And so keep posted because we're going to do not just that event, right, but we're going to do a whole suite of events around it. So if you have any um, high school or college students in your life, encourage them to show up for student night at the opera. That's a really great way for the youth to get a chance to experience the opera. And we're going to have a panel discussion that, you know, unpacks some of the themes of that opera and translates them over to how does this, you know, affect our contemporary lives today. So yeah. stay tuned. We're going to be making some of those announcements soon. Now, are all operas three hours? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was say like seven and a half. Like three That's hours is the shortest question. one, huh? There's all different lengths of operas. Yeah. And so, yeah, because I think it's a lot to ask for someone. You know, if you've never been to the opera f- yeah. before, okay, come to this three-hour experience. Right. Like, I recognize that's a lot to ask of someone. But they, they they break it up into act one, act two, and the intermission and all that they stuff. They get right, snacks right. and stuff? Oh, yeah, snacks, yeah. wine, mm-hmm. important oh, okay. things. Well, they eat so good. If I can twerk and slip a little wine, I could probably be there about that. You, <laughs> you keep saying twerk, uh, Shay. You, you're not going to twerk at the, uh, at the opera. Yeah, you can't yeah. tell me what my butt chicken's doing under my dress. She can twerk at the opera. Okay. It's All not right. like I'm going to stand up in front of everybody, right. but I'm don't being under that, my dress. Don't let the usher come and tap you on the shoulder. No. <laughs> I'll get into it. That's not allowed. The usher will get into it. Uh-huh. See? Got, how are you going to tell me what I'm doing under my skirt? The usher Ma'am. Is good. <laughs> Ma'am. Control that cheek. Come with me. <laughs> Do y'all get them little glasses things? Y'all oh, yeah, them? opera glasses. I want some. That, that's what I want to go You want to do that? Just was for that? like little uh, mini binoculars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, remember, uh, they had one, pretty ones that you couldn't get them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What other art form has their own glasses? Like, I know, right? Huge. To look Game at changer. the people because you're so far away. But I think it's now those like selfie away. stations I are know. co-opted. <laughs> <laughs> they stole it. The selfie yeah, stations. Yeah, those like selfie stations, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Nothing. You, you good? I'm just laughing. Shame you looking at me. Yeah, I'm no, I'm no. just cracking up. So you moved, um, like you said, you moved here. Was this your first place that you moved outside of home? Um, or did you ever try moving somewhere else? No, so I did my doctoral work in Chicago. Okay. And then did a postdoctoral fellowship at the Toledo Museum of Art. Okay. And then was invited to join the staff at the Toledo Opera. And you loving it? I'm loving it. I mean... You know, the thing about, so I worked in art museums for a long time, and, the, and you know, people ask me a lot about what was my transition like from art museums to Toledo Opera. And the thing is that in the art museum, 
in general, you're supposed to keep the art in the museum, right? It's kind of frowned upon to take the art outside into the community. Mm. But with opera, you know, anywhere that you bring a trained opera singer is an authentic opera experience. Yeah. And so we can bring, you know, our artists to the Toledo Botanical Garden. We can bring them to the farmer's market. We can bring them to McClinton Nunn. And it's just as authentic an opera experience as it is on stage at the Valentine. Well, how was the response to the nuns? Amazing. That was such a good day. <laughs> you said yeah, the, the that, That's what we call it, the nuns. <laughs> I, I was wondering what LMHA developed. You said, because you said the developers. So you said the nuns. So yeah. I'm talking about too. Well, actually, it was a really, that was actually one of my favorite performances because, you know, as we were setting up, people were kind of coming and going, and I saw a woman who, you know, was doing her laundry. Mm. And so I just stopped her and said hi and introduced myself and invited her to come to the performance. And then, you know, she said, sure, and walked away. And then, you know, maybe one song into the performance, she came back and she'd completely changed her outfit. And she put on a really nice necklace and really cute shoes. And oh, she, yeah, she wasn't just about to come. She was just about to show up. Somebody's going to be there. Show up and show out. It just made my day, you know. Yeah. And she said that when she was a kid, she'd gone to opera camp at the Toledo oh, Opera. So oh. she just had a long history of oh, the opera. And that's it really crazy that the connection, that alignment like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. You never know. Yeah. So y'all, y'all performed in that grass right there? Oh. Um, but um, on the basket. Today we're going to be at the Toledo. No, no, talk about when you was in We were right by the community building, so yeah. we set up a tent okay, on that okay. concrete patio. Okay, oh yeah, that's a nice little spot. Set up some chairs. Yeah, it was so great. Did I have some microphones, or did the opera people voice was just strong enough. The voices are really, really yeah. strong. I mean, they can fill the entire um, Valentine Theater, right? Like, they don't have any microphones or anything when they're at the Valentine, but when uh, they're outside and there's mm. traffic noise and, you know, birds and things, they do use a microphone. Mm. Uh, do you make your voice that powerful? Yeah, I can't, so. And the McClinton nuns. They uh. are different over there. <laughs> <laughs> different kind of air. But that's what's up, though. That's that is. Up. Now, do you guys um, take volunteers? Sure, yeah. So we would love to have some volunteers. Yeah, email me at agreenberg at toledoopera.org if you want to find out more. Okay. Yeah. And where can they find you at on social media? <laughs> you can find us at Toledo Opera on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I think that's it. Oh, YouTube. Oh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Love subscribe, stuff, subscribe. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, so. So today at 5 at the... 530. 5.30, oh. Get there early if you want to get there early. I'm say a good parking spot. Yeah, so you can find us. You might not know get lost in the botanical maze or something. Oh gosh, please don't get lost. Please come to the Elmer Drive entrance. Elmer Drive entrance. You heard it. Real. Five thirty. Five thirty. Till what time? Till six fifteen. Oh, it's a short one. Yeah, it's pretty short. I mean, yeah, they. You know, these opera artists are athletes, right? Like, mm. we need to preserve their voices. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, come bring your families, bring your kids, sing along with us. Huh. And then after that, the next performance is the L... So that was. this is going to be the last outdoor performance okay. of the year, which is why I really wanted to come oh, okay. today to promote that. Yeah. And then the next thing after that will be Il Trovatore in yeah, October. So that go to toledoopera.org slash view to apply for a pair of free tickets. And that'll be running from October to... So that'll be... Um, October eighth and tenth. Okay, just two days. They, so they don't run like they don't run like plays, opera. I know that's what's so wild about it. You know that we are flying in. You know the top level uh -oh. opera singers, directors, lighting, wig stylists, mm. costume makeup, all of the most amazing opera people from the entire world 
They fly into Toledo for two weeks, have an intensive rehearsal and performance period, and then they just fly away again. Mm. Wow, for two weeks in our town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on around here. Yeah, yeah we got event, this opera event. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Didn't even realize that yeah, we had this much stuff going on. Talk about that. Yeah, we get some footage of some uh, of the top artists and make up an opera. Maybe, maybe we can bring them on the show too. That's yeah. what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Like yeah. if if, sure. you know, if you invite me back, I would love to bring. Yeah, always yeah. come back. When you, come, you don't have to wait for us if you got something going on in between. Yeah, that. I want to be yeah. on after again. that. Just say I got something going on. When can I get booked? You don't. Have, you don't have to wait. Okay. That's for yeah. anybody that's listening. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> no, but for real, because a lot of people I've talked to people about, and they was like, "Oh, well, I was waiting for y'all," and I was like, "No, it's a two way street. Yeah. If you got something coming on and you want to come promote your business." Just let us know because there's yeah. so many people doing so many different yeah. things. It's only three we can't of us. Keep up. It's only three of us. And it's really, really only right. two and a half because you don't ever text back. <laughs> so, <laughs> outside of the group chat, and you don't say nothing at all. Right. Like, sleep, but then I wake up like, hey, I got this happening, this happening. You don't respond at all. Oh, uh, that's what I mean. <laughs> That's because what? That's the other one. That's that the one other one. has been dismantled for a, a couple of weeks. Just me and Jesse. Oh, so you I just don't respond know. to Jesse. What are you Jesse? talking about? Yeah, he responded to me. Oh, okay. I respond to y'all too. It's just after I wake up, go to sleep. I can't wait to go to sleep today. <laughs> you can't go to sleep today. Oh well. He yeah. said he can't wait to go to sleep today. Oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> turn his phone off. <laughs> right. Silent. So this has been a great uh, interview, Alyssa. Yes, uh, thank you for coming. Well, what's, what's, what's crazy is uh, we was we were emailing uh, back and forth. And I was trying to give her a future date. She's like, "No, wait a minute. Like tomorrow, I need to be on because of it, what I'm glad I'm glad it happened that way." Thank you for accommodating yeah. me. I was very, I felt very bold. So yeah. I appreciate. No, no, yeah, yeah. I appreciate. You gotta speak yeah. up sometimes. sometimes. You gotta be bold. No, because if we didn't have a guest today. We was just gonna kind of like have Dennis and then kind of like shut the show down and go and go to the, go out the streets. Uh, okay, see, I was worried I bumped someone. No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, We're yeah. getting ready for the uh, so high. So high. Yes, yeah. that's right. So we'll be there. Registered and stuff. Yeah, we gotta pick up our pass. And stuff. Cool. Yeah, I'm glad, VIPs. I'm glad. VIP. I'm glad that I put Say hi to the Meyer Pavilion. <laughs> yeah. I think I have some grub in the pavilion too. I hope so. Know how I feel about grub. Well, thank you guys for having me. This was really fun. I definitely want to come back and bring a singer. Yes. Yeah. Just, uh, let's let us know. We can make that happen. Oh. Is that time? Yeah. No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Talk well, about yourself. Talk about it. <laughs> but uh, today's show is going to be a little short uh, because we have uh, some. Uh, things to take care of after the show. We had to go register with the media center at the Soheim and downtown at Prometica. So uh, we'll be ending the show in the next few minutes. But tune in tomorrow. We'll have... Who we have tomorrow? The Bar Crawl. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So right we have on. the... Uh, we got all the bar. We got Kenyatta, uh, Atlas from Blue Agave. And I think we got somebody from the D-Icon. Mm-hmm. And... We got maybe some Tracy from the spotlight. spotlight yeah. We got some and then maybe somebody in. might come from uh, evolution. evolution. Yeah. And uniques, I think we wait. Yeah, on. uniques too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Shay, you ready? I'm ready. All right, it's affirmation time with Shay K right here on the Rise and Grind Morning Show. So this is something I like to do: send off a positive message every day, no matter who's listening. Never know who's going through something. So I hope you accept it. So this is what it's saying for you today. One day you will realize that it was never really a loss. Because you got it back a thousandfold. What is gone is gone. But what is lost is never going to return because it was not meant for you. It will come back in a new form, bigger and better than you could ever imagine. Just trust that things are happening for a reason, even though you can't understand it right now in this moment. A loss could be a blessing because the gains from it could be even better. I guess so. 
That is something. That is something. Yeah. Especially what I came here talking about. That was something. Yeah. So, so yeah. Mm. And then I was. See, that's for you. I don't even know what you're talking about. No, for, see, no. that's for you. Oh, uh, and then I was riding in the works, and I was like, I was kind of waiting to see what Shay. Uh, Affirmation was gonna be there. Don't do that. No, for real, because I felt in my spirit like something's still, it's your time. That's what I felt coming to me, and that just kind of lines up with. Oh, I gave you some confirmation. Yeah, yeah. Don't make yeah. me cry. Don't, <laughs> don't cry, Sam. <laughs> We're about to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you was ready yeah, to right, hear that. Yeah. So, and anybody else else out there listening, if it's gone, it was not meant for you. Mm-hmm. All right. So don't dwell on what's what's gone. We only time we looking back is to see how far we came. Yeah, because hey, nothing lasts forever like anyway. Yes. So, you know. It's just a season. Everything yeah, is a season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some seasons are longer than others. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, Allison, thank you for coming in today. Yep, thank you for coming in. Like This has been a great show. Uh, whenever you want to come back, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I absolutely will. Yeah. And now I know that being bold can be yeah, bold. Yeah, yeah, be, be bold. Yeah. Be bold. <laughs> we like that. That's awesome. I really um, appreciate this. This is really fun. Yes, yeah, thank you. It's fun. It's fun. We meet a lot of people in Toledo. We do, yeah. Speaking of meeting people in Toledo, shout out to our sponsors, Hotbox. Hotbox. Mud City Entertainment. Yep. Greater New Psalmist Church. Amen. Land Self to People Salesman. Yes, sir. J. Rush Jennings. Uh-huh. Sasha Denise. Sasha. Legendary Carpet Care. Hey, now. Kendo Harvey. Yep. The Social Butterfly. Hey, Miss Carter. Old Henry's Kitchen on Wheels. Rolling. Details by Sino. That's splash. Splash. No. <laughs> Oh, you just messed it up. Right. And witness riches forever. Money. If you would like to become a sponsor of the Rising Grind Morning Show, send your info to Rise. And Grind. At the 419grind.com and you can become a sponsor of our show. Which one y'all like better? None of them. Get a new one. <laughs> no, I like Splash. That's Splash. No. That's Splash. No. This, that's Splash. So, details by Sino. He wants us to promote his ceramic uh, coating. So, That's you know, gonna say too. I can't do that. No, with the we, we gotta fix. It. We, gotta we say, can figure uh, out a way to do it. Mm-mm. So the yeah. ceramic co- coating is when he puts the coating on your car after it's waxed and it looks like. Did he pay for that? Because if you ask for ad no, no, you That's are you paying for extra ad lib? That's part of his. No, no, no. That's part of his That's promotion. That's separate from me. That's separate from you. If you want you. me to say ad lib, no, that's I, a different cash. I come up with ad lib. I want to say, but if you want me to say something specific, that comes to my cash app, which is dollar sign shake eighty nine. Okay, all right. If well, you want a specific ad lib. Mm, okay. That's why I said crispy with the clear coat. No, does that remind me of a piece of chicken? That splat, you just, ooh, that boom, that razzle dazzle, that's. Okay. We're going to figure out something. We'll I told you, out. I ain't changing unless I get paid. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> we'll see y'all you're, tomorrow. You're details my Cena can work out there with right? yes. Our contracts together. Right. I get my people to give it to people. Dennis, yeah. typing up my paperwork right now. Yeah. <laughs> that ad lib package. That's what it's called. Wildlife protection, too. <laughs> well, today was another great show. Yes, and was. we will be back here tomorrow, 8 30. To 10 30. Yeah. You said what? Yeah. To 10 30. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Approximately. We got a busy week. Yeah, so we might, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll work on time. It take a few minutes. Yeah. You know how we do. Alrighty. Well, until next time. Mwah. Oh, hi.